0: Hey guys, and welcome. I'm Life Coach Meg Ellis. It's time for you to stop coasting through life, and it's time for you to find your purpose. It's time for you to create your fate. Want to go to Greece together? No, seriously. How about the spring of 2023? That's right. My favorite yogi, Jose Portillo, and I are back. We are hosting our first international yoga wellness life coaching retreat in Greece and you can pre-register to be one of the first people to apply we are only taking 10 people and I would love for you to be one of them so to stay in the know visit www.letscreateyourfate.com and get on that list to apply see you in Greece y'all are you ready I don't think you're ready for what's about to happen on this episode (laughs) my BFF Penny is here
1: Hey babe. Um,
0: hey, thank you for coming on the show today. Um, yeah. Do you think people are ready for what's about to happen?
1: I don't. I, I hope so. <laughs> I hope so. This is also my very first time on. Uh, a
0: podcast. Someone else's podcast. Yeah. So this is um when like, I don't even know like how to even begin to introduce you. You are um my favorite one was Meow Meow Extraordinaire. <laughs> <laughs> my friend, um, you are a podcast host yourself of the wholesome podcast out in LA. Yeah. Penny Nellampoon. Um, ex ex soul cycle instructor we that's how we met you've been on a reality tv i mean like i just feel like nobody could ever put you in a box you know
1: (laughs) that's good though because i think nowadays no one wants to be in a box
0: nobody wants to be put in a box i mean how do you introduce yourself there's just so many things
1: uh yeah i don't know i just say my name is pinning and then we kind of just like go for it you know you're like you're like you don't need you just
0: just just your name you just need your name that's it
1: you oh know? My God. I can't even just can be, can be the same box as
0: Beyonce. We can't put Beyonce in a box. You can't. Beyonce will never be in
1: a box, but no. I feel like you're
0: going to get to that level, you know?
1: I hope so. God, Meg, I hope so. Let's like put that out there. We're going to manifest all good, it. Yeah, all the yeah. good Gigi and vibes. How are you? Exactly.
0: I'm good. Um, it is my podcast recording day. I'm here. Uh, I, it's like a three cup of coffee kind of day for me.
1: Oh, this is definitely a cup, for sure. <laughs> yes, for sure. And
0: yeah. babe, you're on the you're on the West Coast, so you're like two hours behind me. So you got some you got a ways to go. I know, I
1: know. I, I've got a lot. I've got a big. I've got a big DMV today, and that's not fun at all. Yeah,
0: I had to go last or two weeks ago. Actually, I should probably yeah. check my mail. I think my new license is in. Um, but they have like a thing now where you can sign up and then you check in and you do everything online and I was there for maybe 15 minutes it was fabulous
1: that's a dream I will say the West Hollywood DMV is super awesome they're so nice I've told them before too because I've experienced DMVs in Georgia and Atlanta and mm-hmm. also Houston yeah um and I told them I said this DMV is the best DMV I've ever stepped foot in in my life. Everyone, it's clean, it's everyone's so friendly and helpful. It's, you know, I know it's so random like a DMV, but that's true. You know, it's that's how things. I can tell we're getting older. I know. <laughs> <laughs> like, like the fact that this DMV is nice and that yeah. this enjoy joy, that is, we're getting so I know. old. It's no
0: longer like, hey, oh my gosh, like check out this new bar. It's like, hey, have you seen this new DMV?
1: <laughs> oh my God. Have y'all been to the West Tide DMV? It's slaps. Don't That's be,
0: don't be saying. spreading that news around though, because then everybody's going to start going there.
1: I know. It's been the new hotspot. Um, mm-hmm. When are you going to come see me next?
0: I'm working on that. I got a plan in action. So 2023 yeah. okay, is going to be a, a virtual year for me. I'm gonna be going everywhere. And yeah. Then, and I told you, know. you, like
1: I have a I have a guest room. Just come stay with me anytime. I'm going you want.
0: to. I'm coming. I trust me. I'm I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I know. I know we've been talking that. about this forever. Because you and I, we met in uh-huh. Houston. You're not from Houston. Give us a little backstory on like um the last ten years of your life. <laughs>
1: The last 10 years. So that would be 2013. I mean. <clears throat> when did you start uh, with soul?
0: You started with soul in.
1: I, I moved up. I moved to New York in 2016 for 16. soul training, which mm-hmm. you know, I don't know if it, I don't know if anybody knows, but a soul cycle training is like, it's like book. It's like hazing. It's a boot camp. It's three months. You uproot your life. They don't pay for a fucking thing. Nope. They, you get, you get a minimum hourly wage Monday through Friday when you're training, but they don't pay for, they don't help you. They can help you find room and board, but that's all on you. Mm-mm. They don't pay for your flights. They, you have, it's grueling, grueling boot camp Monday through Friday. It's literally three, like you're,
0: yeah, three rides a day
1: yeah, at least. Th- three months. And they can cut you at any point. You're when, when, when I say blood, sweat, and tears, literally blood, sweat, and tears on that bike for three <laughs> months. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's grueling. Yeah. But, um, 2016, I moved up to New York uh, from Atlanta. I was, I was in Atlanta managing Lululemon and teaching Flywheel, RIP Flywheel, RIP. Oh, my <laughs>
0: God. I know. I don't think I actually <laughs>
1: – I never even knew that about you, about Flywheel. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. That's, that's what started my, my fitness journey. Oh, my gosh. Lululemon. Wow. And then 2016, I moved up there and somehow got through training. And then I was in New York for a, for a little bit longer until a spot – they originally wanted to send me to Austin.
0: No way. Oh, it, I could see gave, you there, though.
1: Yeah, and they gave it to Joe Lura. Um, uh, But they were like, and they said, there's a spot in Houston. I said, I'll take it. And that was back when relocation meant automatic full-time, automatic yep. benefits, $100 per class minimum. So it was like the dream to be relocated. It so was I was a, like, fuck
0: yes. It was a different time back then.
1: <laughs> Meg, it was a different time. Now, yeah. you know, and then I, yeah, so I, I, I was in Houston for four, for four years. 2016, mm-hmm. I left... Houston in twenty twenty, in the middle of the pandemic in the summer. But by then, uh yeah, I, I, I left Seoul. I was with Seoul for four years and I, mm-hmm. I just got with Barry's. and um I moved to I moved back to Atlanta and got on the show and then came to LA and here I am.
0: Well, okay, you can't breeze over the show. Yeah. You're- I was
1: scout I was scouted on Instagram for this HBO reality show for um Love in the Snow called uh, 12 Dates of Christmas season two. And it was really, really fun.
0: It, I mean, that was the best. It was so fun was to best. watch. Um, it was. And the, I think my favorite scene was the one with the teddy bear.
1: Oh, like when I, co- when I come in.
0: Yeah. Like the, the like <laughs> costume, the it was bear. the teddy bear yeah. costume.
1: And we're like, yeah. there he is. <laughs> I went on a, di- I went on, what, What's us what's today? Today's, Today's Tuesday. T- Tuesday. I right? went on a, yeah, I went on a date with this, um this guy on Sunday and it was a really great date. Um, I'm not ready to jump back in, yeah. but I, I figured like why not? So I went on a date yeah. with this guy, and he was like, he was like, we were kind of confessing about things. And I, uh, he was like, well, I kind of already knew who you were because I actually watched you on the show, and I was like, <laughs> ah! and I'm sure he
0: follows you on Instagram. Like, if you have not seen Penny's. Instagram, it's like eye candy, you know. It's like mm, every time a picture pops up, I'm like, "Ooh, I like this." Double tap.
1: (laughs) It's all, it's all all smoke and mirrors, baby. (laughs) Yeah, right. Yeah, right.
0: Um, So naturally, you would end up out in L.A. I just feel like that's where, um, you know, you you've been called home, you know. Well, Meg, like
1: speaking of, you know, choose your fate and manifestation. I remember Mm -hmm. in high school. I remember me wanting to live in LA has always been there with me Mm -hmm. in high school. I told my parents, um, that I was going to move to LA after high school and pursue acting. And I remember saying, you can't stop me. I'm going to do it. Well, that never happened. Fast forward till now on the show, everyone kept saying, you know, after the show wraps, you should really think about moving to LA. Mm -hmm. We've everyone kept saying you would do well in LA. It's so your vibe which was in LA lingo, vibe. Vibe. Before I'm all about
0: the vibes. I've been all about vibes for oh, years. I am too. I'm ahead of the Oh, train. no. <laughs>
1: I'm all about the vibes. So. So vibey. I, I, I went back, to show wrapped. I went back home to Atlanta. I shit you not, Meg. One week went by and Barry's boss contacts me and they say, we want you to come to LA. Hmm. It was like, because I was like, okay, is my next move. I'm going to go back to Atlanta. Spend a year just kind of saving money. And figure out and, and, and then with LA as a goal one week Barry's called me and they said we want you to, move to LA and I was like holy shit and that's how I ended up in LA
0: yeah and here you are and that's been what a year and a half two years a year
1: and five a year and five months so almost a year and a half Okay. and I, I think about I think about if I were to move if I was to move to LA back in high school being as young as that was I don't think it would have been great mm-hmm. where I am now in my life I'm I'm confident in who I am, I know who I am, I have my head on my shoulders, I can last in LA. Because I feel like a lot yeah. of people, LA is one of those cities where I feel like hundreds of people move to LA every single day, and the city either makes or breaks them, right? It's mm-hmm. really easy to fall into party scene and toxicity. And I think if I moved here back then that young, I don't know if I would have left. I don't know if I, if I, if I would have I survived. Home. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Well, okay, so that kind of goes into kind of what we're talking about today. You can give me some advice. You can life coach me first. About
1: that. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. babe.
0: So, you know, I, too, have been talking about moving out to L.A., and I have been wanting to do this okay. for years. And every time I'm there, mm-hmm. I'm actually, I've actually been wanting to move to California since 2010, and I've tried multiple times, and it has never worked out. And I got I'm from Pennsylvania, got married, moved to Houston, and something has just been feeling a little off. In Houston, I love it. I love my friends here, and
1: you know what that is? Can you put a finger on it, or is it just this intangible, th- intangible thing that that feels off?
0: It it feels like okay. I have a I, my toxic trait is not- I love give it to me. <laughs> yeah, right. I mean, I have multiple, but this is one of them. Um, <laughs> I hang on to things too long, right? I have mm. trouble letting them go. Right? And it's something that I constantly, like, am overcoming and working on. But I feel like I'm kind of getting to the end of that with Houston. And not that I love I don't love Houston and I love my friends here. But every time I go out to L.A. or somewhere up the coast, I just feel like myself. Right? Mm. That's, that's I guess, something more tangible. Like, I feel like myself. I am lit up. I am not scared of, like, actually like, day-to-day, like, L.A. living. But... Making that move is really scary for me, and I feel like I have come up with a million and one excuses not to do it. <laughs> so I feel like I'm holding myself back. So you, having already made the jump, what advice would you give to me?
1: Well, I mean, like, also, I'm getting a haircut tomorrow. I mean, and I think then... it looks
0: fabulous. I like really? it. Really? Yeah. Okay. Should, take... I, should I
1: keep the head off? Should I keep the head off? I don't know. Yeah. We'll do We'll, we'll do. We'll do. It a little bit. What's we'll a little bit? Um, I mean, Meg, you're the professional. You you just said it. You, you, trust yourself and your gut. If being in L.A. or just on the West Coast makes you feel good, and you can literally, you can literally, you know, acknowledge that you light up. I think this is where you need to be. It's, mm-hmm. it's kind of it's, it's kind a of vibe. Banner. They're not kidding about the vibes. You know, when you I mean when, when you were here last time. Um, and we hung out we hung out a, a, a couple of nights yeah, yeah I could just tell you were I could you were just different mm-hmm. you were just you could just tell you were just a different person and you were lit up and your energy was different it just you've been talking about coming out here for so long I know. but also like i I do think and they I, I do think there's something to be said in not forcing something just kind of letting something mm-hmm. um play out the way it's supposed to be and I feel like maybe it's, it's taken you just kind of like my journey too mm-hmm. to come to the West coast. It's taken you, me, us this long to finally do it. But I think now you're now it's, it's your time. I think it's your time for sure. I,
0: I think I'm definitely coming into that. And I agree. Like if I had moved, I mean, I even went, was trying to move like in 2019. Right. And mm-hmm. I'm so glad because that was, I just started with Seoul, And then I actually tried to move to Austin too. And then oh. And that was before the pandemic. And I think had that happened, and I was a new Soul Cycle instructor, I didn't even have like my business was still like just in the very beginning. I would have not survived. You know, I would have been like yeah. going home to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, or something terrible. But um, wait, holy wait, wait
1: holy shit! Have you you've been with Soul for almost for four years now, right?
0: It's like three and a half, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh shit!
1: Wow, I blind. know.
0: We've been doing Taylor Swift Tuesday without you. I'm just letting you know for about two, oh!
1: two years straight. <laughs> Don't start talking about Taylor because I feel like that's a whole another episode we could fill. I know. About.
0: Wait, no. Let's like try and relate in some Taylor Swift oh, to, to all these any theme you could like talk your way into tailoring tailoring it to Taylor, tailoring it. Oh my tailoring god,
1: I, love it. That. Mm-hmm. I so uh, I just like can't. I can't. I love the song Paris, and I can't listen to Paris and just like not and not cry. Same thing with like a lot of songs that I love on the album. I I just sing and I belt out at the top of my lungs in my car, full on crying. But like good cry, just like just because it, it it's it's. I'm very touched. I'm very emotional, and it just makes you cry.
0: Emma. Yeah. No. I mean. Okay. So. When the album came out, my favorite song was High Infidelity at first.
1: I love High Infidelity.
0: And, okay, I am going to tailor this to the podcast because my favorite line from that song is, seemed like the best thing at the time. Like, I love that. I mean, I don't even... I can't remember. I mean, she says it a bunch of times in the song. But I'm like, seems like the best thing at the time. And it's like, because we always look back and you're like oh i could have done that better like why did i do that why did i do this why did i do this yeah. like why did i make this mistake and it's like no it seemed like it was the best thing at the time you know yeah so you know you have a podcast and i want to talk more about that because you said something on your one of your episodes um, maybe like a month ago or so and it was talking about when you decided to leave you know um and you went on a trip and you yeah. and it it cost you your your berries situation. Yeah. So talk a little bit about that because you said something on that episode that inspired me, but I want to give us a little backstory on that first.
1: So I have been, not have been, I guess I'm still in fit. I'm still in fitness. I've been in fitness for going on eight years now. And seven of those years, um, seven, seven and a half of those years, I've been instructing boutique fitness four years um, as a soul cycle instructor, and then three years as a various instructor. So for going on eight years, that's all I've known. Mm-hmm. All I've known is fitness.
0: And it's a crazy schedule. Like, it's so different than anything else.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, with soul especially, people don't realize, or maybe they do, what you put your body through physically, like 15 times plus a week. It's a It's a lot. It's a lot. <clears throat> um,
0: it's a lot. It's a lot.
1: And also from an energy standpoint, you're giving so much of yourself every day, your energy to people. And people don't realize people will show up as humans do and they want to give you so much different energy, right? I've had people show up before class telling me that like, they're getting a divorce or their pet died or something happened. And you're supposed to take all this energy and then go teach a class and motivate people. And then you're supposed to just like, Get rid of that energy afterwards, yeah. right? right? It's, it's like, a lot. Where does that go? You like it absorb
0: go? it. Yeah, you do.
1: That's all. I, that's all I've known for going on eight years, and I, I think in the past two years, it's gotten to a point where I just want something different. I, I I just I don't to be completely transparent and and blunt. I just I just didn't see myself, or maybe want to see myself, wake up at the age of forty and still teaching bicep curls and and push ups. I, I I wanted something something more I felt like um but it's all I've known and I the talk of not just leaving berries but just leaving fitness I've really felt that the past two years but I've gotten too comfortable and too complacent and and safe in what I've known for seven years and I I think I was too chicken shit to pull the trigger mm-hmm. to actually leave not just berries but just fitness yeah so this opportunity came along. You know, I, I'm a bit of a party boy, and I found myself at this, at this after party um, back in October. I can't believe it's been that long. And I, I, I met this guy, this British guy, and he, uh, we got along pretty well. And uh, this was the weekend that the the, the Queen died. And yeah, he said, that's right. yeah. And he said, I live in Barcelona, but I'm going, I'm going back home tomorrow. But I'm stopping in London for a few days. Uh, to honor the queen and to see all of my friends. You should come with me. And I straight up was like, A, I've got a job. I, you know, B, we just met, I don't know you. Mm-hmm. And C, I, I can't afford that as, no. This is this is Friday, Friday my new, uh-huh. right? And I, I'm, I'm off Saturday and I teach Sunday. And he was like, I'll get you a ticket. And I said, oh, okay, okay. And I said, tell you what, you get me a ticket, and you help me pay for. You basically pay for the whole weekend.
0: Yeah, because I'm uh, not working all weekend. You know,
1: I was like, I was like, if I'm gonna be gone from tomorrow until Wednesday, I'm missing all that class. Mm-hmm. So it's a lot of money. Yeah, it's a lot of money. And in fitness, said, if you so don't work,
0: you don't get paid. So
1: that's it. Like, I, yes, I'm full time, and I'm kind of on not really salary, but I, I'm I, I still. If I don't work, I don't get paid. Yeah. So I said, get my plane ticket. You help me cover everything the entire time my trip and I'll go. <laughs> and the motherfucker did. So <laughs> You're I- You're like,
0: oh, that works.
1: <laughs> that noted. Works. <laughs> so yeah, noted. So the next day I was in an Uber with him on the way to LAX heading to London. Um, and I knew I knew that there was a 50-50 chance that I could lose my job. Mm-hmm. But I think one, it was a, li- it was a w- experience of a lifetime. I, I got to witness, you know, being in London during the Queen's funeral and right. it was, it was insane. It was, it was, I will never, never forget that. And I've always been about experiences, right? Like I, I don't, I don't, I don't shop a lot. I don't spend money on shoes and stuff, which is great. I, I actually need new shoes, but I spend more, I spend my money on trips and concerts and shows and things that will, that, that I can get experiences and memories from, right? So yeah. and I'm very, I'm very spontaneous and impulsive. So, I knew there was a 50% chance that I could get fired. And I did it anyways, because I think a part of me subconsciously was like, ah, if I can't pull the trigger to get out of fitness, I'm going to do something so impulsive, so implosive, Mm -hmm. right? It's pretty self, it's spontaneous, spontaneity is great, but it's kind of self-destructive what Mm -hmm. I did. And I know that, but I did it anyways, and I did get fired. Mm-hmm. And so that was kind of my like force change. If I wasn't gonna change myself, I was gonna do something so crazy to force change in my life. Yeah. And it was, it was rough, you know? I mean, when you, you know, when you like, this was all I've known for that long. So I definitely went through it like a grief period, a grieving period as mm-hmm. if you were losing, if you lost a loved one or whatnot. Yeah, that's I did. scary, I, I lost. and it's scary. It's scary. Mm-hmm. I lost my, I lost my career, the one I've known for almost eight years. Right, it was hard, it was hard. But you know, I think my my second job, my side gig at the time, is mm-hmm. now become my current gig. So yeah. I'm working, i working on getting a uh, another job right now. I've got a, I've, I'm in third, final round of interviews for this. Believe it or not, fitness. It's I've been wanting to get into sales. Yeah, and, you'd be uh, so good this, at
0: sales. Sell me well, anything, about it.
1: <laughs> Thank you. I've been I've been saying this whole time, I want to get into sales and get out of fitness. But then yeah. this recruiter hit me up and she uh, hit me up with this opportunity that is actually fitness and sales and a little bit of design. So and then I thought, Meg, maybe fitness is what I, maybe I've been trying to get away from from fitness so hard, but maybe fitness is where I belong, but mm-hmm. I could just be in fitness in a different capacity.
0: Yeah. You know, it's funny that you say that because you know, I want to go back to the point of this like self-destruction because we all do yeah. it, right? You're, mm-hmm. you're not alone in that. Uh, you know, at one, I, I see it, I coach it, but I'm also human and I, I do it myself, right? Mm-hmm. Where, I, you know, I catch myself sometimes. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm doing that again, right? Um, where I will hold myself back, you know, and where I guess mine's kind of like the opposite where it's like I don't make any moves because I'm scared, I guess. I don't know. We'll, yeah. we'll get into that.
1: But we, can say, we can say scared. Fear, hello.
0: Yeah, it's very I, – I make a lot of fear-based decisions. And if I'm just out of whack a little bit or out of routine or something is big and I can't comprehend it and understand every aspect of it, then I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to, like, hermit shell, you know, crab back into my little, like, my little Houston pond, you and know? your shell, yeah. <laughs> so – and it's, like, it's so weird because – You know, perfect timing, it really is a thing. I I firmly believe in perfect timing. But for instance, like with you, allowing, I guess the biggest word is like allowing your life to unfold and allowing it to happen, where it's like, yeah, maybe it is, maybe fitness is still calling you, but maybe it wasn't like this, I'm meant to teach 15 classes a week and exert my Mm -hmm. body and, you know, not have a growth plan or whatever that might be, get, I mean, you get a little burnt out teaching for eight years, the same things over and over, right? There's, but it's like fitness is calling you back and just allowing that to happen and not overthinking it, I guess, you know?
1: No, I get that. And I think since, since losing berries in October to now, I, I feel like um, I feel like I have kind of this, of like I'm lost and what have I done? There, there was definitely that, that, that thought of like what have I done? Mm-hmm. Almost regret, but then I, I don't regret going. Mm-hmm. I, I don't regret going to London and Barcelona and experiencing that. And I think too deep down, I, I knew that if I were to get fired, things, things will be okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like it's not like it is the end of the world. Yeah, I think it's those thoughts of like. Like what I should and should not have done,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: know, and um yeah, I don't
0: I think I just, that's a, a good point of like this should and should not, you know, because I I'm also very passionate about fitness. And mm, you are when I I mean I still teach part time at Seoul. I'm I'm there three times a week.
1: You're um, more passionate about fitness than I am, hundred percent. I would say that hundred percent. I
0: do love <laughs> it. It is fun. Like, yeah. I don't know, I've I started at LA Fitness. (laughs) Yeah. I mean,
1: seriously, like, yeah. And LA, LA is fitness. Fitness is LA.
0: Yeah. I mean, from maybe that'll be my like next book from LA Fitness to LA, the full journey.
1: I love that. I love that.
0: You know, I, when I got into, you know, I started to consult fitness instructors to coach them to be like fitness entrepreneurs because and this is actually right before COVID so it couldn't have worked out at a better time I didn't plan that but just kind of happened where then all the studios shut down so all these fitness instructors who I had been working with on like branding and their social media platform and all this stuff it was like oh I'm really needed right now so it just kind of blew up and I just happened to be in the right place at the right time right and then it, it went into like consulting with fitness studios. And then that kind of reached into other industries. And then at that point, I remember I was so embarrassed to, cause I was still working, I think full time at SoulCycle. I remember being so embarrassed working with other clients who weren't in fitness, who I would meet just through referrals and, you know, networking. I remember being so embarrassed about being a SoulCycle instructor. And I was like, Why? Because I, my mind was like, oh my gosh, they're not going to take me seriously because I'm a fitness instructor, that I'm not like this full-time, you know, like big four consultant, you know, and I, I I just remember thinking like, oh, this is really weird that I'm so ashamed of something that I once and still am super proud of, you know, like going back to... The training, like it is really hard to get into Soul Cycle.
1: I mean, uh, oh yeah, I, I actually take a lot. Even to this day, I take a lot of pride in telling people that I was, I, I was a Soul Cycle and Barry's instructor. I mean, these mm-hmm. are two.
0: You're a founding Barry's instructor too.
1: Yeah, found. Yeah, and these are two major companies in the fitness realm there's not someone mm. there's not someone in fitness that doesn't know what soul cycle is and what berries is like i take a lot of pride in saying that i worked for that having those two companies on my resume is pretty fucking great yeah like take, yeah be right be proud of that. i know and it was Shit. the weirdest
0: thing but i had this like oh i should or i guess should not be teaching fitness and guiding people on their you know like business coaching and eventually that led into mindset coaching, which is essentially the same thing that you do in a fitness class. You're like talking to them like mindset every matter. Yeah. And it was yeah. like, everything all came, you know, full circle. But for a while there, I just remember being like, Oh my gosh, like I'm so embarrassed. Like, I don't know. It was
1: just very weird. And what is did, what did, what did you so what did you do to basically dismiss that that way of thinking was it just something that happened over, just over time just work work over time
0: Yeah I think I mean it was definitely imposter syndrome at, at the time because mm, I was I so good at fitness like honestly I could teach a fitness class with my eyes closed you know when covid came around and they closed down SoulCycle I started like I just picked up other things and I'm like I'm fine but I think it was like because I was so new And I had hired a coach to train me on consulting and, you know, train me in doing all these things. And I don't know. I just felt like I was so good at something and it was like so comfortable fitness and I was not good at consulting my big air quotes here, but yet, um, that I don't know. It was just, I think I, I don't even know what I, I think I just took experience to, to get, like okay now I'm good right and yeah. that's and if you see the parallel it's kind of like where I am now like I love Houston but sometimes I'm like I'm really like mad at Houston because I'm like why am I here like I don't like this and you know you always find what you look for like this weather sucks and this sucks and there's nothing to do here and yada 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 and it's like kind of the same thing of me like hating on Cycle when I was trying something new it's like me trying to like talk myself I don't know Like talk myself out of something just because I'm scared of it, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, you said I think I feel like you said it before. It's just fear-induced, fear-induced thinking, right? But we all, I mean, we all we all suffer from that. I mean, Houston's great. I think Houston is a great city. It has everything. It has everything to offer to anybody as long as you just go at it with an open heart and open mind. And I think being in Houston for four years. It, you know, it, 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 helped me grow as a person. I learned a lot of things in Houston, but I think it just, I got, it got to the end of my, my Houston rope. It was mm-hmm. time to move on and yeah. get out of the nest. I think that's kind of where you are too though. Uh, but, how did you, know, you leave but,
0: Houston? Cause you, you made a move. You went to Atlanta for berries. Yeah,
1: but how yeah, did you even was,
0: make that decision?
1: It was literally in the middle of the pandemic. It was uh, June, July of 2020. I went back. Oh my, God, my hair is crazy. I <laughs> went good. Back, I'm um, telling you, I like it. <laughs> thanks, babe. My, uh, my birthday is in July. I'm Leo. You're Leo. First day of Leo, day of Leo. <laughs> day of Leo season. Uh, so I went back to Atlanta for a week for my birthday just to escape Houston and the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I was there, I think I realized that I wanted to because the whole world and the, uh, the climate that the whole world was in i think it made me realize that i wanted to be closer to family um because you know people are dying and shit around the world and so in order to progress your path at berries <clears throat> you have to be at least in a full-time role for at least a year right so mm-hmm. at the time i was part-time
0: because it's all because i
1: was because i was i was full-time soul part-time berries and i wanted to progress all the full time spots in Houston were there were no available full time spots. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to my manager at the time and she said, Well, you either have to wait around for someone to leave or you can relocate. And I said, and I'd just gotten back from Atlanta. And I said, Um, I didn't know relocation was on the table. I let's talk about that. I would yeah. I'm down I'm down to relocate. And I said, What about Atlanta? And it just so happened that there was one full time spot in Atlanta.
0: Just like the LA situation, mm-hmm. you know, fast yeah. forward a year.
1: Yeah. But, so hmm. I we made it happen, and it was easy peasy. And I picked up in the middle of the summer 2020 and moved my happy ass back home to Atlanta. And I went full time, and that's that's it. Yeah. And you were
0: there for what a year then?
1: I was there for ten months. Ten months,
0: ago, and then went to LA. I was,
1: for, I was I was there for ten months, but I but I was literally there for like six or seven because three of those months I was recording, mm-hmm. I was on the show, and then one of the months, and then. For May, Barry's moved me out here in May of twenty twenty one when they when they wanted me to to move yes, to L.A. So you like, were
0: doing pop ups and the at home stuff. Yeah. yeah
1: they were like, when they called me about moving to LA, they're like, We want you to relocate to LA. But first, we want to bring you to LA for the whole month of May. We'll put you up, you teach, you work in LA and, and suss it out and mm-hmm. see how you see how it's so like leaving Houston, between Houston and L- LA, 10 months. But yeah, like only like six or seven of those months, I was actually in, L- in, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. It was quick. It was a quick 10 months.
0: Yeah. And then you decided, you're like, hey, I've made the right decision, you know?
1: Yeah. Seemed yeah. like
0: the best thing at the time, to quote our dear friend Taylor Swift. <laughs> oh my God, yes. It all, I mean, it,
1: it all worked out. I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm happy to be on the West Coast. Mm-hmm. I I think vibe. I think this is definitely Vibes. my vibe. And <laughs> yeah. I definitely. I definitely see myself being here. Is L.A. my forever? I don't know. Maybe Mm -hmm. not. But right now it's it's what I'm doing right now and it's what I need to progress in my life. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Well, I think that's a good point. People get caught up in the forever, you know, Mm -hmm. where it's like, hey, you can just change your mind. You know, like, and I'm talking to myself too. I'm like, if I don't like LA, like worst case scenario, I just come back to Houston, right? Like all my friends are here and whatever. And it's so funny because I think, you know, this form of self-sabotage, this like destructive behavior that we can do, like me, I'm destructing, not necessarily self-destruction, but it's destruction of my happiness because I'm like, oh, well, I'm too chicken shit to move to LA. So if I destruct my happiness in houston then that will want me to go to la more so let me just be miserable now in houston and look for all these reasons why i don't want to be here because that's going to make it easier
1: i mean yeah that is totally self-destructive but then like all the shit that you're doing all the self-destructive shit that you're doing in houston it just it's not it's it's not filling you. It's making yeah. you more miserable. It's, right. It's, it's, I feel like it's working against you. Right? I know
0: it's it's so backwards because we do these things and I I mean I guess I'm glad I can sit down and talk it out. So thanks. So if you want to jump yeah. with Phoenix Eight, you let me know. But um, let's do it. <laughs> want to be a life coach, babe. <laughs> but, I mean, maybe,
1: maybe, maybe that is my calling. I, don't I mean, know. let's talk about it. I, I feel like if I've told people in my life that I was a life coach, they'd be like you are giving <laughs> other people advice okay. on how to live your life. I mean, I'm like, Ugh, you,
0: are you know what? But listen, this is what I say. This is what I say. And I actually even put this on like all my collateral that it's uh, on every pamphlet flyer out there, any digital thing out there, interviews, all this. I say I'm a life coach because I am like, it's a completely non-judgmental space because I've either done it or seen it all.
1: Yeah. Well, okay. and, and what, actually what, what Going with that logic, then you actually, yeah.
0: fuck. you might be the best life coach. Out there. I might be the I might, I might be the, the best life.
1: Coach.
0: Something to consider, you know. Yeah. But, I mean, but so it's nice to sit down and like talk it out. So thank you. Is my point. Um, of but course. like you but, know, we do this. Like, you know, when you described, you know, when you're talking on your podcast about being chicken shit, you're like, yeah, like the universe. I just, I wasn't going to do it on my own, so I self destructed essentially and. I couldn't just leave berries on my own accord. I had to like self-destruct to basically make them like pull the trigger on it. Right. Right. Versus, okay, I, why is it easier to do that than like, accept? okay, I think I'm over fitness right now. Let me, you know, look for another job and have this experience and whatever. And same thing with me. It's like, why can't I want to move to LA and be happy with Houston at the same time and just decide that that's just a choice I want to make. We make it hard on ourselves.
1: (laughs) We we do. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, uh, yes, I would have preferred to leave berries on a really really amazing note. No bridges burned. Whatever, whatever. I don't think I've burned bridges, but I I definitely think I definitely think I probably have like an awful reputation now within berries. But um, maybe maybe it's just in my head. Anyways, yes, I would have preferred to leave to to have left on a good note. But like, (laughs) I don't know. Again, maybe I just lived the drama, and I just I just wanted something to be crazy, and I'm crazy, you know. So that's should I what should happened. I quote
0: um, Taylor Swift's anti-hero? Please, <laughs> always. Oh, I was thinking
1: of anti-hero. Oh my god,
0: it's me. Oh my god, I said I would never sing on the podcast yeah. ever again. Am I the yeah?
1: Am, am I, I, I the, the problem? problem? Yeah. <laughs> Is it me? Am sometimes, I the drama? Sometimes, sometimes I am the drama, the problem. Well, in this in this in, in this various in this various case, mm. I am.
0: But But, how can we help people not get to this point where it's like literally I'm making my life worse because I'm looking for ways to be miserable in Houston because it's I somehow think like oh it's going to make me do this jump that I know I want to do and move to LA it's going to make that easier right like why do we how can we help people not get to the point of where it's like you know you're like have fully self destructed and you're you're like man if I could just look back and like. Grow some balls, I guess. It's like I,
1: I, I, I think it's like when you know you want something for your life. Like if I knew, I, I, I really just wanted to get out of fitness. I mean, if you, like, the sooner you, know, I think the sooner you know that, or like for you, you want to get out of Houston. The sooner you know that, the better. And just I don't know, just take small steps mm-hmm. <laughs> into making that a reality. I guess. Yeah. It's hard. It's it's like the fear right? That the fear of the unknown, the fear of, the fear of failure, it, like, it's like, the whole thing about being comfortable and complacent, that's where people going to die, right?
0: Yeah, that's and I true. Know, and, I,
1: and, I, and I know that, and I say that, even like relationships, when relationships get too comfortable and complacent, God, that's like where relationships are going to die. There's no spice, there's no nothing, and I think that's my thing with berries, it, you know? There was no spice. There's no spice. It, it, got to, it got to a point, Meg, I was like, Playing the same fucking playlist, maybe switching yeah. out things, doing the same goddamn program. There's no spice, and this this opportunity came along this mm-hmm. s- for spice and thrill and drama and and you excitement, know excitement
0: yeah excitement and
1: unknown and, and the what like, like what, what can yeah. anything
0: could happen yeah
1: Ooh. anything anything could happen of course you know it's it's enticing, but I look back on it and I think it is what I needed.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, and I think I mean it's hard to, it's hard to know that in the moment. You know, like you said, when you came back, it's like, and you get fired, it's like, yeah, you grieved that career and that like eight years of your life. Like, you know, all these thoughts can trickle in. Like, why did I do this? Like, I just wasted the last eight years. I could have been doing something else. Yada yada yada. You know, any negative thought comes in, and it's like, ugh.
1: Oh my god, yeah. Like when I, there were days. I'd, I was like, after it happened, I'd be fine. And then I would wake up one morning and just start crying. Mm-hmm. I would start crying and think about, what the f-? I'd be like, what the fuck did you do? What the fuck did you do? You know, mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I, it was great. I, three years at Barry's, I was senior instructor, yeah. really good pay, health benefits. I don't have health benefits right now. Like I, I, I don't. And I'm making a lot less than I, what, what I, I was making.
0: But also I, I want you to, like, I want to just brag on you for a little bit who anyone who doesn't know my friend Pina Colada, then that's <laughs> <laughs> your name does autocorrect to Pina Colada. Anyway, you have to, I, you
1: have to, have to change my name to Pina Colada. I have to,
0: I have to at least put the, like, the little emoji by your name. Um, yeah. Cause if you are just listening to this and you haven't listened to the bio, um, you spell your name P I N I J. Yeah. And
1: yeah.
0: what is the weirdest name that anyone has ever called you like looking at it?
1: Um, I will never forget this. I, it was seventh grade. I was in the school Geography B for my... Um, <laughs> wow, you really won't forget that. Trauma. This is trauma. <laughs> who At did it? Final... Who, who hurt you? Some fucking news anchor in Mobile, Alabama. So, like, Geography B, uh, two people from each grade. I was in my grade. I, I, and we're up there in front of the entire school, faculty, parents, and the the proctor the host of the, this geography b was some local woman news anchor she was a bitch clearly she was a bitch we might need yeah. a, we might
0: need a ho'oponopono heal this like time.
1: <laughs> so she's introducing everyone on stage and my name doesn't have, my name doesn't even have a u in it okay like <laughs> oh, if you're going to if you're going to take a stab at my name phonetically i could understand you saying pinage. That's great. That's cool. She gets up there and she's like, "Poony," and like the entire room, the entire auditorium first out <laughs> oh, laughing. No,
0: I'm laughing and right now. I'm <laughs> not making you feel better. Huh?
1: I wanted to actually fucking die. I wanted to bite my tongue, drown in my blood, and just die in that spot. Like, oh my gosh! It, it was. I mean, it's so true. I still think about it till this day. Like. Yeah. We're, we're going to
0: need to work on that. You know, I know we're gonna be, I, I'm going to yeah. have a special um, session with you just on healing that moment. That. You know, I there's a special therapy that you can go in the time. You can't change the outcome, but you can change the emotional response in the memory cool. and then it helps you heal.
1: So we need, we need to do, we need to, we need to do those, uh, those exercises. Yeah. But other than that, I like to pride myself. I have a lot of really fun and funny and cute and cool nicknames I've accumulated over the years. And I really do love my nicknames. But that one, that was <laughs> yeah, awful. That
0: one can just stop. That one can,
1: that one can just, just RIP for, for good. I know. Well, hopefully yeah.
0: nobody else remembers it. I'm sure nobody else so. does. Although I, I remember some weird things from, I remember it was second grade. And I, and I probably remember it because I had a crush on Andy Seward. I don't know if you're listening to my podcast. And,
1: wait, Andy Seward? Andy's, Andy?
0: Well, Seward. Andy so Seward. He
1: Seward?
0: Like a Seward? I don't know. What is oh. a Seward?
1: Oh, Seward. Andy Seward. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. And um, it was Mrs. I think her name was Tribus. It was like the math oh, class and it was advanced math. And, of course, advanced math. Because I'm a nerd. Over- yes. Overachieving girl. I am. I was very smart with Moth. And. She was like asking questions and like, what's like two plus two? And like, I mean, you know, or whatever math you're doing in second grade. I don't remember the question, but like they were like silent questions, you know, like you're not supposed to like answer, you know, like you're supposed to like write it down on your paper. And I just, I loved Andy Seward so much. I would practice kissing my pillow and pretending it was him. And I really hope no one from high school is. um, Oh my God! You going (laughs) to send this to Andy Seward? Oh my God! Um, Anyway, but I remember he like put his hands down, and I don't even remember what the question was. Like four plus four, and he goes eight, and he was like the only one. I think he thought like the whole class was going to join in, and he got so red, and I just felt so bad for him because I loved him, and I still remember that, and it's been like thirty years.
1: Wait, did you? So, so he does that. Did you do anything to, like – did you get up – it would have been cuter. It would be cute if you had done Give it him too. Give him, like, a little hug. But, well, like, hey, to or make she... him feel like he wasn't the only one doing it.
0: No, I was also deathly shy when I was young. I know. It's so Aww. weird, but um, – I kind of was
1: too, I think. Yeah, and
0: then you, like, no. bloom in high school or something. Yeah,
1: like – like, I actually, I had this conversation with someone two days ago because they asked – someone asked me if I was always, like – as gregarious and outgoing as I am now. And I said, no, it was just, I wasn't always, it was this kind of muscle that I had to work out. Mm-hmm. I remember telling, make, like in high school, making myself talk to people, like telling myself in my head, like like Penny, go talk to that person. Just just, just talk to that person, you know?
0: Do you have this thing where you would like walk down the hallway and if it's like one other person in the hallway, I used to get this like crippling anxiety. Like if I was walking the opposite way, I'm like, coming, mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> and you know, you're, you're like, you're like, oh god, oh they're coming. Do I say hi? Do I not say? Hi? Yeah, I, what I do always, I do? I'm like, Yeah, oh. I nod. I'm like, I'm like, I'll go,
0: hey. Yeah. Well, now I do, but like I remember being like, oh my god, what do I do with this? I don't know. But
1: because and- my thing is like, if they're really cute, then I'll be like, I'm like, hey, and he'll say hey, and then we'll both turn around at the same and, like, time. Look,
0: <laughs> I look back. Ah! Hey. Yes. Hmm okay, I guess, I, I guess I'm guess'm I'm, I'm done talking about Andy Seward I can we can leave that in the past you know so um,
1: let's, leave, let's let's
0: leave him but, and, and in the past and Poonie, yeah we are, we are moving on um but just Andy Seward just know I did love you and oh my god I, I felt it's really terrible for you um but you know with things being so unstable in the world you know learning how to trust yourself it can be really hard right but with me and SoulCycle, it was like I put in everything, 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 and I know you probably know what I'm talking about because it's just like you give like your whole life, like you like give up everything, and you're like, oh, I'm gonna invest. Oh my god, there's a little dog in the background. He's so cute. <laughs> yeah, that's
1: that's that's, that's that, that, it's roommate's dog. Presley. Oh my god, all
0: I could see is his little tail like <laughs> over your shoulder. No, he's, so he's, cute. So cute. But, he's so cute. But you know, it's like what you keep working for this company and essentially they are like you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough you're not good enough mm-hmm. and then like a pandemic happens too and it's like i I'm, I'm really happy that i you know bet on myself i guess is the word when i just decided hey i'm going to put more emphasis in my valued time into my own company and mm-hmm. now I just talked with my talent manager going back to the whole like moving to LA thing. I said, Hey, I actually, you, you know, we, you were talking about earlier taking like little step, little step, little step, like one little step that you can take today, right? And I did talk to her, um, my talent manager, about moving out to LA and at least going to spend like a couple months there and like just subbing and doing whatever. But then at the same uh-huh. time, it would be really great because it's a great way to meet people. It really is. Yeah. But I'm like, at the same time, I'm like, do I even really need? You know, like, is that no, totally. like, is that like another thing where I'm like, should I just say like, screw it, I'm going? Like,
1: and- I think you should. I mean, when ba- when Barry's the the month of May, when they brought me here, like I I knew I wanted to be here within the first week. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna move here. I nah, knew it. I don't mm-hmm. need the full month, but I'll take the full month. Yeah, <laughs> right. I'll take the month here. <laughs> I'll, I'll take the, I'll take the month here. Yeah. No, Meg, I, I think you know you want to live here. mm Hmm. And I, I, I you know you wanna live here. And yeah, I, I to, I agree with you. I think coming out here to test the waters out for a month or two, I, I think that's just still, I think you should just dive. Yeah. Think, it's like, is that I think in your case, you need to dive.
0: See, that's why I'm a mermaid. I should know how to dive, right? Hello. But here I am like dipping my toes in the water. And this is my, my like, you know how like all of our souls come down here from like a metaphysical like, aspect. As- Aspect, aspect, um,
1: aspect, aspect. That, 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 that's, that's
0: something else. We can talk about aspects. Okay, that's going to be on your podcast. I'm going to be a guest on your podcast next week. Your, your podcast is a little different. It's a little. Speaking of spicy, tune in.
1: It's um, really raunchy,
0: but it is very entertaining. And but you also have like Thank really you. good content where it's like you and JC talk about a lot of like really good. Like you have like crazy hilarious stories where I'm like, oh my god, I didn't even know that was a thing, and I know a lot of things, and I'm like, huh, okay, that's a thing, cool. Um, and then, but you'll then you'll have like these moments where it's just like, so like it's life coachy. Girl,
1: Thank you, you're, you're so a life cute.
0: coach. I'm just saying, girl.
1: Maybe I, I need a if you do a workshop, <laughs> I'll pay the money. I'll
0: pay yeah, the money. there we go.
1: That's but, all me, but 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 my love, seriously, I, I think you have been wanting to move to the west coast for fucking years, and. I don't think you need a a, a tiptoe. I think you just need to fucking. You pull the trigger.
0: Mm -hmm. I mean, but that's the thing. It's like this, all that like self destruction can like really mess with your head and it keeps you small. At least that's it keeps yeah. me small. It's I feel like where you're we it's like the two polar opposites of self destruction where you're just like like fuck it, I'm doing it. We'll figure it out later. And me, I'm like, oh my god, like dipping my toe and you're like, I'm gonna dive into this water and it might be a puddle. Like I don't know how my, deep it is.
1: <laughs> my friend my friend Todd, he was on a podcast. He might the sage mystic.
0: Yeah. Um
1: he put it best. He was like he was like, Panny, you are standing at the top of a fucking of uh, active volcano. And all it takes is one, one match to erupt the damn thing. And you are there holding the match being like, really watch me.
0: Mm-hmm,
1: <laughs> mm-hmm. Boom. You know? Yeah. That, yeah. Like I, I, I yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But also meanwhile, I'm like, the, I'm not going to climb the mountain. Hm. Yeah.
0: We yeah. got to find that like nice equilibrium, you know, where it's like, so what I was going to go into before I started talking about, um, The aspect of the metaphysics. Like, you know, our souls come down here and we're all like, hey, like, we have these, like, agreements. Like, this is what your lesson is going to be down here on Earth, right? Where we all, we come down to Earth to experience all these emotions, right? That's literally why we're here. And we want the human experience. And we have, like, these lessons that we agree to, right? And my lesson is... You know, that's why they say if you don't learn the lesson, you continue to live it. Like,
1: yeah. It's crazy. If if
0: you look at the themes, it's like, yeah, hmm. I have learned the same lesson 50 times over. And it's like, I just keep myself so small. And it's like, what do I need to do to learn the lesson to go big? You know?
1: I mean, I get it. For me, it usually, I have to fall on my ass and I have to fuck up at least a few times for things to actually click and be like, oh maybe you shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, or you know, I, I usually like, you know, job. Usually things for me it, it has to get to the point of extremity for me to actually like change. Because I'm a knucklehead.
0: But I'm like, how can we change that narrative though? You know?
1: Uh for me it's a lot of I don't know. I mean, I, 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 my mind goes to procrastination. I've always been a procrastinator since I was a little kid. I would mm. wait to the last minute for everything. Even now, like going to DMV today, I should have – what I have to do today, <laughs> I should have done two weeks
0: ago. Is your license expired? Your birthday was in July. <laughs> honey, it's almost honey, December. Honey,
1: the, la- my, the last time I had a, uh, a, li- uh, uh, um, a valid uh, registration was 2020. So my car has been expired. My registration is still in Houston. So what I'm doing? Oh, yeah. I'm I've I've been doing the process of from Texas to California plates, and it's been a fucking process. But
0: mm.
1: anyway, we can go about that. But no, yeah. I mean, changing the narrative. It's like, but but it's but it's like we know we we know we know what we're doing, and we know that like what we're doing is is self destructive or isn't the best, but we still do it.
0: You know what? I saw this. I don't even remember. It just popped into my mind. Um, It must have been like on TikTok or Reels or something like that, Instagram. And it was like talking about self-sabotage, how why we self-sabotage ourselves is because we are addicted to control. And by self-sabotaging even an amazing outcome, even if you're like 99% sure it's going to be amazing, that 1% really bothers you of like the unknown. So we self-sabotage whether it be this extreme or or the other because it gives us this false sense of control right well at least i know hey if i um if i make this big move and you know go to paris i know hey i'm gonna get fired right versus well i don't know what would happen if um you know, if I stay with this company who is taking good care of me, but I'm over it, you know, and I want to make the next step. And for me, it's like, well, I know what my everyday life in Houston would look like. So let me just self-sabotage because it gives me a sense of control versus like, I don't even know what LA would be like, you
1: know? I get that. Yeah, actually, I get that. I think that that was kind of exactly my case. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, if if i let's say I, I said no to the the london Barcelona trip let's say i say no to this guy i stay in la i work you know i show up to my job just like i do every single day but i would always be wondering what if i had said yes and i went to london and barcelona mm-hmm. what would that be like yeah so then i so then i think okay let's say i do say yes and i go to london and barcelona there's a fifty-fifty chance that I still would come back. I could experience all this amazing stuff and still come back and have my job. And have it all. That's and have and still have it all. So that's why I thought take that, go that route.
0: Yeah, right. Versus yeah. I'm either gonna have nothing, but like I'm either not gonna have this experience or I yeah. am. Yeah, it's like where you hmm, yeah. It's like
1: all this. like because on one end, I'm like, okay, I could I could I could have this amazing experience and still keep my job. That's a possibility. Mm-hmm. Or I say no to the experience and 100% keep my job. Yeah. So I went with that one. If there was any possibility that I could make it all work, because I I'm all about why can't I have it all?
0: Mm-hmm. Like
1: why 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 can't I do this and still have this? Why can't I? You know, why can't I do, why can't I do 50 things in one day? Well, of course I can,
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know, so that's where my mind. And like, then I'm, I'm on, like I'm the like, like,
0: total opposite end of that, like spectrum here <laughs> where it's like, oh, I don't know. Let me just dip my toe in when it's like, like seriously, no. like oh, you're a mermaid. Of course you're going to be fine. You know, yeah. where it's like, no, no, yeah. I don't know. It's like these two like opposite like ends of the spectrum, but it's like.
1: What's, we are very opposite. Yeah. We got to meet um, yes. in the
0: middle, you know, and that's where, what, is that,
1: what does that look like? Though? I don't
0: know. Podcast 2.0 coming, you know, I think, I think maybe that's,
1: that's where the work is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's what, that's where the work is, is, um, it's I, just maybe it's moderation. Maybe it's, you know, that time old word moderation, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know, um, our structure. I think, I think maybe I, I'm, I, I don't, I don't feel like I'm on. I don't have a structure at the moment,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and I think until I can find another job and have these two jobs, like I think my life will, will have some structure again.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I, I think I'm making tiny steps right now to get back into structure. I'm. I, I've been back in the gym the past three weeks. I've been back on watching my nutrition um, and focusing on that, and I think it's the. I think maybe those are the little steps that, yeah, I've, that tiny I've, been, little I've been needing steps. to take. -hmm. Yeah, and I
0: think for me on my end, it's like okay, I did make a tiny little step. Like I, I told my talent manager, "Hey, I'm gonna be spending some time out in the way," you know. And she
1: was fine with it, right? She was fine with it, and I'm
0: like, "Oh my gosh, now it's even scarier." She said yes. You
1: you told me that you were like. (laughs) She was like, "What? Yes. Yeah. How do I support you?" It's like, "Okay, Meg. Now you definitely don't have a fucking reason." So I know. It's to... just like
0: oh, the universe is getting rid of all my reasons not to move. to LA. I mean, so... wait, what did
1: your what did your astrologist say? Like, what was the time? She says she...
0: big move, um, the fall of twenty twenty three, and she's been saying that for about two years.
1: Mm-hmm. She been saying that for two years.
0: Mm-hmm. And my lease is up in September of twenty
1: twenty three. Yeah, twenty twenty
0: three. So like, I, again, I'm just allowing, but yeah, just trying to not talk myself out of it and also actively and very consciously still enjoying happiness in the present moment of I am happy in Houston. I'm allowed to be happy in Houston on the daily and still want to move, you know? So,
1: yeah, I mean, I I think there, yeah, I think there is a world where you can be happy in Houston and just know that like, maybe, maybe it's your mindset. Maybe mm-hmm. if you reframe it, we're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to be in LA fall, September of 2023. So, but so from now until September 2023, I'm just going to really enjoy Houston. I'm yeah. going to enjoy, Ooh, Houston. I like that. I'm, I'm just going to enjoy Houston. I'm going to go to all my, I'm going to make sure I'm going to make sure between now and September 2023, I'm going to do all my favorite things in Houston. I'm going to do all my favorite things in Austin and Dallas. And I'm really going to, I'm going to really going to, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to blow Texas out of the water. This is my mm. last, you know, last for all. Yeah. Right. Just so, be happy. Just be happy. Because, <laughs> because, because you have an angle, like it's, it's sight. It's yeah. not like it's this dark ass long tunnel. There is light. It's September, 2023. That's your goal marker. Mm-hmm. So now that you know that just between now and then, man, just fucking live Texas up. Yeah.
0: Well, so we will definitely have to circle back and have a podcast two point out. And if you want to hear me and P talk some more, I me and <laughs> I was gonna say pina colada, pina, pina pina colada. me and p, p, p pina colada. I was gonna say uni. I was, and then I was like, no, I can't do that. Oh uh, so I triggering. Know. I know. I'm not going to. Um, we have
1: to work on that. I, we gotta,
0: I know. We. Got, I'm, I'll help you because you helped me so much. And I'm telling you. If you think you. Penny should be a life coach for Phoenix Eight, just write in. You know, <gasps> <laughs> because if I move to LA, maybe my company will just expand massively.
1: No, seriously, and then and then and then take me on. Like, yeah. definitely, I I definitely need some guidance and some workshopping. But mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you hmm. take me on, and and I and I'm, I work I work for you.
0: Look at us manifesting here.
1: I'm going to do an Instagram poll. I should be a live coach or not. Yes. I
0: will repost. I will repost. (laughs) I love that. um, Okay. So I will definitely on my Instagram in the next couple of weeks, um, whenever we film for your podcast, um, definitely tune into the wholesome podcast, slightly different vibe going back to the vibes. (laughs) So just a slight um, turn and uh, we'll (sighs) continue our conversation, you know,
1: Meg. I'm so excited. <laughs> this is like, well, one. This is so awesome. I have been wanting to, to be on your podcast for a long oh time. Oh my god! And you did
0: so good at your first time as a guest. What, well, you're a natural, you know? Thank you. You're thank a natural. You.
1: I'm so excited to see you in a different capacity <laughs> it'll on, be on, slightly
0: uh, different capacity yeah on your podcast so yeah. if you want to know the real life coach, make us <laughs> you tune in to... yeah, <laughs> I'm
1: everyone listening everyone listening you need to like go up well your girl, i'm normally wait, the interviewer
0: so it's like gonna be nice to just share stories you know and i think
1: it'd be nice to i think it'd be nice for your listeners to hear you in a different capacity yeah just like this like because the kind of like Raw. Yes. We'll really like you know. It'll
0: be it'll be fun. Salacious.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> it'll be so much fun. So okay, um, I'm gonna tag you on the bio and an Instagram and all that stuff, um, and I'll let everybody know when I'm gonna be on your podcast. But um, how can people find you?
1: Yes, you can find me on Instagram at, at p And it's like you-,
0: <laughs> you need to buy com. that if you don't have the .dot com, you gotta get it right now. Um, <laughs> how know. do you spell your name one more time? <laughs>
1: Uh, my Instagram is P and then N A L A M P O O N. Perfect. then now they Actually I think I think I think I did buy when JC and I started our podcast. I did buy uh at Panique.com or something. Yeah. Yeah, I did. it's, I, go, I it's it.
0: going somewhere,
1: babe. Yeah, it's going somewhere. Oh, there.
0: you wanna do my favorite thing that we do at the end? We say we say <gasps> my thing and it's expect good things always and they will happen. You wanna say it together with me and we'll close out the show? Yes. Okay, perfect. And then um, tune in, like I said. I'll let you know. All all of y'all know when I am um, on Penny's podcast, and we'll go from there. But all right, yes. so on the count of three, I'll, I'll count down from three. Expect good things always, and they will happen. Got it? See yes. how your acting skills are, you know? I love Can that. you memorize your lines?
1: Expect good things always, and they will happen.
0: Perfect. I mean, you nailed it. So I don't even think you need me to say it. So thank you for coming oh. out the show. You just nailed it. Um, thanks, and baby. thank you so much for coming on. This was awesome. Uh, thanks for life coaching me. And we will talk about that in the future, babe. And we will see you all later.
1: Hell yeah. I adore you, Meg. I love you, babe.
0: Love you.